Welcome to another leadership podcast from the team here at C3 Southwest Washington. To find out more about our church, visit c3swwa.com. How are y'all doing? What about this weather? Oh, yeah. In the Northwest, it just kind of sneaks up on you and it's right there. So enjoy it because it can turn tomorrow, right? But we live here, we must enjoy it. <laughs> so I mean, someone, um, I think it was, Ab- it was Abby, she uh, did a post on her Facebook. She's same date, there was snow all around. And yesterday, we, they were at our house and got, we had girls sitting up on the back deck near the fire pit. You know, Northwest. <laughs> you got to love it, right? Well, it is so good uh, to be with you today. Um, We were going to wrap up intentionally us, but I wanted to turn. (laughs) I wanted to turn to share uh, my challenge, uh, which one I'm challenged with, but just to encourage and as we are moving forward in us, that we can do it together because we don't want to leave anybody on the sideline. God wants us all moving together as one, with one mind and one voice. Um, why, we are going, to, let's just pray, and just that your hearts will be open, and that if you have not yet said, yes, I am moving forward, I am going to join in being intentionally us. If you haven't done that, maybe you're here, but you haven't made that decision to step forward. Tonight's your night. Yes. Okay, God, we just thank you for your word. God, I thank you for this church that is grounded in you. God, that is moving forward with the vision that you have given to us for your people. God, I pray that everybody here tonight will be open to receive what you have. Lord, days have (laughs) have been crazy. We've been busy. God, but we are in your house. These here have taken a couple hours out of their day, and they have said, whether they want to admit or not, God, I am here. What do you want to say to me? God, that you will speak, and they will receive it, and it will change their life forever. In the name of Jesus, amen. Give somebody next to you a high five. Anybody? Yeah, and then you may have a seat. (laughs) Well, it is good again to be with you. Last night was our Galentine party, ladies. Boy, it was fun. We had prizes, we had a game, we had, where is she? She's not Miss Annie Jones, whoopie pies. (laughs) It was fun. We had a a great time. And we, we, uh, there were 22 of us. And we got to just talk and eat and play the game. But we also got a, a few moments to just pray for one another, um, which was great because I said, okay, ladies, find somebody, but it can't be your best buddy, and it can't be a family member. (laughs) So it pushed us out a little bit, but we got to get a a chance to be acquainted and to talk with um, and pray with somebody uh, 
else in our church. And it was just a great time. It was, uh, it was good to be together uh, for that time. Uh, so next year we're going to do it in our own building. Woo! <laughs> um, well, it was great. Uh, again, it's good to be with you. Uh, we have, pretty nice. We've been working on going through our Intentionally Us series, and it's been really great. Um, it has uh, been able to be kind of re, maybe redefined and laid out again because we know that life has, last few years, has just thrown us all kind of crazy. <laughs> and it was just, it's been nice these last uh, couple months to get grounded and to, to know that, hey, we're moving forward in this direction. And I want to uh, share that one of my areas, well, because the other, like going to church and praying and reading your Bible, those are, those are givens, right? Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. But for me, believe it or not, fun is our flavor. I struggle with that. Yeah, I like to have fun. But I'm going to tell a story on myself. I'll give you a little, because it's work. For some of you, like Jenny Mowry, it's not work. It's like, yeah, let's play a game. Let's do it. For me, it's work. Intentionally. I have to intentionally do it. <laughs> um, a couple months, I'm going to tell a story on myself. A couple months ago, the young adults uh, used our home to do a murder mystery game. And they were, it was asked to be hosted at our house. Yeah, sure, we'll be host. We'll be there. We'll kind of, you know, hang out. We'll get food ready, whatever. And then we got a text from our daughter maybe a couple weeks earlier. Well, we're short two people. Jordan and Kaylin had the baby, so they can't come. We really need, we really need two people to make it work, but no pressure. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> I'm going to have to play a game. And not just a game. I'm going to have to dress the part. I'm going to have to talk. And then, oh, yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm going to do it because I know I need to. And so we did it. Got dressed for character. I got my part. The lady has an accent. I can't remember what the accent was. And totally out of my comfort zone because now I'm going to have to be vulnerable. And it's like we did it. And I was like, I can't even remember what the accent was now. But I did it, and I just went with it. And it was a fun evening. I think those first few steps, when you get anywhere where you're uncomfortable and it's new and you're vulnerable and you don't want to look foolish and you want to do things right, it's hard to take those steps. But you know you really need to do it, right? But to take that first step, that's all you need to do. And it was just a great night. So that's a little story on, on my part. So I am working on that. And I think I'm getting better. I'm getting a little more comfortable. But I, I do enjoy laughing. I do enjoy fun. And I'm glad that, you know, we are a body that likes to have fun. Yeah? Yes. Um, but you know what? There are in some, last week, how many of you enjoyed that panel? Wasn't that awesome? And what I loved is that it was, it was people that have never done this before. 
They had never spoken in front of anybody. I mean, that was like gutsy. I was like, wow, that's impressive. But that showed us. And also probably to the, yeah, I am moving forward. I want to be a part of this us. And that is what we have for you. We have laid this out so that you can see who the us is. And we invite you in. So some of you have taken that step forward. But I want to think that maybe there are still a couple of you, just a couple, not many, <laughs> but just a couple that said, you know, I'm here, but I'm not ready. I'm not ready to take that step forward because it means I'll need to do something. It means I'll need to actually move forward. And I like it right here. But I want to challenge you with us to move forward because God has some tremendous things in store for us and you can be a part of it. Uh, our, my scripture that I want to share with you as we dive into God's word, is in Romans 15, verse 5 and 6. It says, may the God who gives, you, who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had, so that with one mind and one voice you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ What's so important about us? Why do we need to lay all this out? Why do we need to move forward? So that we can become one mind, one voice, moving forward together to honor and glorify God. Not for our own selves, no way. It's all to direct people back to God. And if we're moving together, we're going to do it. And it's going to be big. I'm excited. And I want to share that excitement with you as well. So the title is Becoming Us. That's what I'm going to be speaking about uh, tonight. And maybe some of you, like I said, haven't moved forward, but you're here in this place. And if you call C3 Southwest Washington your home church, you are us. Sorry. <laughs> You're one of us. <laughs> and I want to think that you like it. You like us or because you keep coming back. We had so many out. I don't know. The people sick. But look at you. Our, our, our seats are, are pretty full. So you come back because there is something here. Maybe you can't put your finger on it, but you like it. And you said there's something in that place. There's something good there, and I want to be a part of it. I don't want to miss one weekend because it's good, right? Awesome. Um, but let's see, what, for, some, for those that are still not sure if you want to move forward, and you're, maybe you haven't taken that step, you're here, but you haven't moved forward with us, what mindset would keep you from stepping forward into us? That is my question for you today. And you might have a different idea, a different thought, but I have three that just kind of came to mind. And maybe yours is one of, or one of these three. Again, what mindset would keep you from stepping forward into us? And mindset is just your attitude, your mood, your feeling, 
how you feel about us. And maybe one of those mindsets that you might have is maybe this. I'm damaged goods. If you only knew what I was like, you, would, you wouldn't even want to be seen with me. If you only knew my story, I'm too embarrassed to even tell you the things I did or what I was. So it's better that you don't know anything about me at all. And I want to just show you, you like my gold box? I thought it was appropriate for what I'm going to do, what I brought. And it just caught my attention sitting on my counter. I said, God, there has to be an illustration in that. And he gave me one. And I'm sure you probably have had one of these if you don't now have one on your counter. A bruised banana. Who wants a bruised banana? <laughs> Nobody wants a bruised banana. If you have a nice yellow one, that is the one you're going to take, right? You look at this bruised banana and you're like, ooh, yuck, gross. If my grandson saw this, they were like, no, I don't want it. No, thank you. It is yucky. But you know what? This bruised banana can make a sweet banana bread. Oh, yeah. How about a smoothie? Oh, yeah. So it might look bruised and beaten up and battered and no good on the outside, but it's not wasted. On the inside, it's sweet. It's good. We're going to make some. I have my freezer stuffed <laughs> with bruised bananas <laughs> for that banana bread. And you know what? Sometimes our life looks like this. We're just, we're bruised up. We're beat up. We just, we're just yucky on the outside but the bible has different for you the bible says in galatians 2 20 it says i have been crucified with christ it is no longer i who live but christ who lives in me and the life i now live in the flesh i live by faith in the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me you are not yucky my jesus gave himself for you. When he saw you, he didn't look at the outside. He looked at the potential on the inside. He looked at, hey, I like that person. I love that person. I want to bring them into me. And in Psalm 139, 14, we should know this one by heart. <laughs> David said, I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it full well. You are designed by God. So there is nothing bruised and battered about you. You are formed by design. In Job 33, 4, he said, Job says, The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. You have the breath of God in you. Think of that. You have the breath of God in you. And that bruised and battered outside, it doesn't matter. That's not what God sees. So you just get that thought out of your mind and you can say, hey, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Jesus died for me because he saw something of value and I have the breath of God in me. So I am valued. Amen.
Amen. That's exciting right there. I could probably just stop there. But I'm not going to. So that's one. I'm bruised. We're going to get rid of that one. Maybe another mindset that you might have is you might think, I'm not qualified. Qualified is having the qualities or accomplishments that fit a person for some function. I don't think that's any of us. <laughs> I think with whatever we are doing, we've had to learn, right? We've had to gain knowledge and skill with whatever we are, are doing and what we're passionate about. Um, I look in the Bible and we hear about Moses. I mean, God had a plan for him. We know his story. He, he the Ten Commandments and the people walking across the sea. But Moses didn't see himself in that light. His mindset was, I can't speak. God, if you have me go to Pharaoh, I can't put two words together. I'm not eloquent. I stumble over my words. I, I just can't do it. And he says, send somebody else. And then there's Gideon. Gideon, we know the story of the battle of Jericho and the walls fell down. He had 300 soldiers. And God said, Gideon, you're a mighty warrior. But that's not how Gideon saw himself. Gideon saw himself, God, I'm the least. I'm the smallest clan. I'm, I'm nobody. I, I'm weak. I can't do this. But then I love this because God says, go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Go in the strength you have. God knew Gideon had that warrior in, inside. And he said, Gideon, go with the strength you have. You already have what you need. Step out. Take, move forward and see what will happen. Because he says, I'm, am I not sending you? Don't worry about it. You're qualified. Go do it. I've got you. And I, I've been reading through the book of Jeremiah, and he is becoming one of my favorite, one of my favorite characters uh, in the Bible. Just because of who he is and the job he had. Jeremiah, he says in uh, chapter 1, verse 4 through 10, says, The word of the Lord came to me, Jeremiah, and it says, I chose you, Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb. I set you apart before you were born. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. And then there's Jeremiah, but I protested. Oh, no, Lord God. <laughs> Look, I don't know how to speak since I am only a youth. So he was a, teen he was a teenager. He said, God, you, you have got this all wrong. I'm not qualified. I don't know how to do that. And then the Lord said to Jeremiah, do not say I am only a youth. For you will go to everyone I send you to and speak whatever I tell you. Do not be afraid of anyone. I love it. He tells a teenager, don't be afraid of anyone. Go. Go and tell them, I'm going to be with you. For I will be with you to rescue you. That should have been a clue right there, huh? What are you going to rescue me from? Why do you need a rescue from me? But he's a youth. He doesn't care. He's going to go conquer the world, right? Hey, it's all good. This is the Lord's declaration. Then the Lord reached out his hand. 
and he touched my mouth and told me, I have now filled your mouth with my words. See how I have appointed you today over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and demolish, to build and plant. There's a lot there. But I just wanted you to see that Jeremiah didn't think he was qualified. But God said no. And he touched him. And he said, go. Go do it. You have what you need. I am with you. I will keep you. And you're going to do it. Ephesians 2.10 tells us, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And in Hebrews 13, 20 and 21, it says, now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. That he will equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ. To him be glory for now and ever. Amen. So if your mindset is, I'm not qualified, get rid of that. Step forward with us. Know that God has given you everything you need. You might have to learn some things. Yes, you may make mistakes. Yes, it might be in front of people. <laughs> or you, but then you just roll with it, you know. You just roll with it and say, okay, that's good. I'll remember note to self. But you grow and you become more confident and you become more qualified and you begin to do it. And at this moment, I'm going to brag a little bit on Miss Marina Chait. Let's give it for Miss Marina Chait. This will be a story, and I don't know. I'm going to tell it my way. <laughs> but I think this is how it actually happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, about Maybe it's about two and a half years ago now. Um, you know, our church was going through, we were going through some changes, and uh, Marina came to me, and I'll just, I, I could still see her face. I could still see her body language. She's nervous. She doesn't want to do this, but she's trying to get the words out, and she's there, and she's looking at me, and she goes, okay, <laughs> if there's anything you want me to do, and her, I, I, I wish I could duplicate what, how she was moving, I, I can help you, it was basically her, it's just let me know, and, and I'm, I'm here for you, and I said, thank you, Marina, and now, Almost two and a half years later, this lady, she rocks it. She's up here, and she's leading prayer. She is working with our kids. She, I mean, and I don't know if you've ever had a chance to really to talk with Marina, but she, her, the words that come out of her mouth when she is passionate about something, she, she'll give you the word. She will pray with you, and just the growth that has happened in her life. And Why? Because she said, I might not be qualified, but this is something I want to do. It had to be because she wouldn't have done that. I'm going to believe that, Marina. <laughs> and she said, I'm moving forward. I, I don't know, but she trusted God. She believed, and God has equipped her, and I believe that God has more for her as she moves forward. It's going to just blow your mind. <laughs> 
And so, I'm not, I'm damaged goods. That's out, right? No, we're not listening to that mindset. I'm unqualified. That's not a mindset we're going we're gonna to keep because that's not true. <laughs> and the last one um, that I'm going to hit on is I'm not capable. Capable is having the power and ability. Um, I used to work at a, in a preschool, and we get the kids outside, and, you know, three to five-year-olds, and we get the kids outside. The slide was the magnet. It was just like, whoo, whoo, and everybody wanted to get on the slide. And it, when we get new kids, that was, that was the goal, get them down the slide, and we're all good. And so we get them on the slide. They get up to the top, they, and then from a little person's height, that's a long way down. <laughs> and they're looking, and like, before they even try, I can't. Yes, you can. Come on down. I mean, and we're like up here. We Take my hand, and I won't like, no, I can't. I can't do that. And so it's like, okay. And then friends would go, okay, look at, he went by, and he said, no, I can't. And so they walk off. And it's like, okay, next time. And so, you know, a couple times we get them, and then finally, the day is there. And they get up to the top and say, come on. And they sit down. Oh, he's going to do it this time. Okay. And so everybody gets around. The teachers are at the bottom of the slide. And we've got a cheering section going, come on, let's go. And they go down. And the, the expression on their face is like, yes. And guess what happens? They go again. <laughs> and from that day forward, they're like, yes. But they had I, I, that cheering section, it's like, you can do it. And then when they come down, there's high fives and there's cheering. And they feel like, yes, I've conquered this. I did it. I can. And it's the favorite thing. And that has to be our mindset. Get rid of I'm not capable and know that I can. I can do all things through him who gives me strength in our own abilities, we can't. We can't. Up here, me? No. But through Jesus, I can. I had, um, there was a, as we we're uh, making our prayer um, teams and getting groups together to pray uh, on our weekend gatherings, um, I had w one uh, individual in particular She's like, I just want to tell you no. Uh, but then when I respond, it's like, I have to tell you yes. And then she does it. And I was like, you did it. And she goes, I know I want to tell you no. Though. I said, I know, but you know it's because you really want to. You really want to do it. And it's like, just do it. Just do it. Get rid of the can't. Uh, Romans 5, I mean, Romans 8, 5 through 8. I love this in the message a version Bible. It says, those who think they can do it on their own end up obsessed with measuring their own moral muscle, but never get around to exercising it in real life. Those who trust God's action in them find that God's spirit is in them, living and breathing God. Obsession with self in these matters is a dead end. Attention to God leads us out into the open, into the spacious, free, 
life. I want you to get that. When your attention is on God and not myself, not my own can'ts, not my own fears, when you step out and you, that will say, God leads you into open, spacious, free life. Focusing on the self is the opposite of focusing on God. Anyone completely absorbed in self ignores God, ends up thinking more about self than God. That person ignores who God is and what he is doing. I love this part. And God isn't pleased at being ignored. <laughs> you like that? Oh, he's not pleased at being ignored. I just love that. But that's, that's it, your mindset. Know that you are capable. Know that in Jesus there are no can'ts because he qualifies you. He gives you what you need, right? These scriptures tell us that God's spirit is moving in us. And if God is in us, God can do what? All things. He can do anything. So if you are a walking temple of God, then you can do anything. He qualifies you. Um. So what I want to do in closing, I want to just have you reset. Or I don't know if reset's the right word. But I want you to think about these, these mindsets. And maybe yours is different. Maybe you have a different reason why you're here, you're us. But you've not yet decided to move forward with us. And moving forward with us is nothing more than, hey, I want to grow. I want to be challenged. I want to get in my word and read it. I want to pray. I want to, you know, serve. I want to be a part of us because God is getting, is doing a beautiful thing. And, he, and as we make a move into a permanent location where, you know, we have a house and we have a, a community that needs Jesus, that needs hope, that is hurting, that is looking for answers. God wants to use you. He wants to use us. And God is saying, come on, I want to use you. I've qualified you. You are not bruised. You are not broken. You are capable. Believe me and trust me. I'm going to have you stand with me. As we, as we close, I'm, go, I'm, I'm going to have you just get ready because moving forward, stepping forward means you have to take an action. I'm going to have you take an action in a minute, so get ready. Um, in, in Matthew uh, chapter 12, verse 13, there's an a inc incident or event that we read about Jesus. He has gone into the, he's gone into the synagogue, and there is a man there with a withered hand. And there's some discussion between the leaders, and should he be healed? It's Sunday, and they're trying to get all legalistic on Jesus. And he just saw the man, and he saw his hand. And it says that Jesus told the man, he said, stretch out your hand. And the man stretched it out. And it was restored healthy like the other. Jesus said, stretch out your hand. And the man stretched it out. And the man stretched it out. He had to do something. 
God gave him a command. He said, stretch out your hand. And what had to be activated is that man's faith. He had to believe that Jesus told me to do something. And I've, I know who he is. I've seen what he does. I, I, I believe what he is telling me to do. So I am in my motion right now. I don't even know all who's. I am going to stretch out my hand. And as he took that step of faith, not relying on himself, his hand was restored, new. And today, tonight, if you need to tell Jesus, I am here, maybe I think, maybe I'm bruised, maybe I'm unqualified, or I think I am, maybe I'm not capable, my mindset tonight will change. I'm going to trust you, Jesus. You tell me to move forward. I am going to stretch my hand forward to you. And I'm going to believe that you are going to qualify me. You are going to make me capable. And you are going to restore what my life was. That I may be a part of your plan and purpose for us. Amen. So in closing, we're going to do a prayer, a declaration together. But I want you to take a step. And maybe you already said, yeah, I'm in. I'm good. I was on that panel. I'm doing it. You are welcome also. I want you just to come up and take a stand. We're going to do this together. So come on forward. And this is just a visual that says, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm going to move away from this mindset. And maybe it's going to be baby steps. We're good with baby steps, right? Oh, yeah. Come on over. It doesn't have to be big steps. You don't have to be up on the platform right away. That'll be later. <laughs> but we as a family, we're going to challenge one another. We're going to encourage one another. And we're saying, Jesus, I'm stepping forward. You say, stretch out your hand. And I believe. I believe. So let's say this together. Are you ready? Okay, let me, let's do this. Let me get out of the way. <laughs> Stretch out your hand and, Lord, you speak the promises of a better future. Your voice stirs my faith to respond with a confidence that you are listening, moving us to stretch you towards me, me towards you, to see your kingdom come, to see your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Without that mutual stretch, the promise will not take place. But with the stretch, every better thing is within reach. Lord, I declare this year, 2022, of that stretch, your stretch, my stretch. I am excited for what will come next. The otherwise impossible, miraculous, and of God. Amen. God, we praise you. God, and we honor you. God, this year, 
we as a church are going to move forward in you. God, you have wonderful plans. God, your kingdom is big. The work is big. There is never not enough to do. God, you have us as a body of believers. God, I just pray, God, you just can, you will raise up leaders in this room. God, you will raise up teachers of the gospel. God, that you will raise up speakers that will go and tell the world about you. Lord, that you will be with our students as they are in on their campuses. God, that something will stir within them. God, there are so many lies, so many lies that are there that are portrayed as truth, as the way the world is. But God, your word your word gives us a different line to walk. And I pray that our students will be strong and courageous. And they will know that you have equipped them. They are qualified to be you in their school. God, in the workplace, God, that you will equip our, our moms and dads, our young adults, God, to be who you have called us to be. God, we thank you. We thank you. God, just give him praise right now. We thank you for what the future holds. God, we thank you for using us. God, we thank you. And we thank you for those that will be added. God, we thank you for those that will be added to us. That we will walk together in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our pastors, leaders, and what we do at C3 Church, visit our website at c3swwa.com.